Rock Salt Radio. Be afraid also, tremendously afraid, for the day of reckoning is upon us. Broadcasting from within our six feet social distance. Oh, yeah? Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. On a mission from God, it's Aaron and Dave cruising along in our blues mobile. Well, Aaron's blues mobile. <laughs> putting the band back together. Again. No way. We're on a mission from God. That's because Aaron got a new car and it's blue. Matt, me and Elwood. Putting the band back together. Ma'am, you gotta understand that this is a lot bigger than any domestic problems you might be experiencing. Would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matthew to do is a holy thing? You see, we're on a mission from God. Dave, it's my wife's car. First you trade the Cadillac for a microphone. Then you lie to me about the band. Now you're gonna put me right back in the joint. They're not gonna catch us. We're on a mission from God. Would you trade it for a microphone? <laughs> 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. What would Don do if you traded the Bluesmobile for a microphone? You got room on your couch? Lord works in mysterious ways. Here's your answer. Yep. <laughs> Strike out the band, Sal. Oh, man. Oh, I got to call Sal. Yeah, but he, at least text him. But he said they're putting an updated version together. Uh, and, uh, sh- oh, okay. Sh- okay. Sh- I don't have permission to talk about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the, he did mention the last time he was on the show, though, that he was working on something, an updated version. I think that's all I can say. He, okay. Uh, so he hasn't given me permission, and I asked for it, and he he didn't reply. So, you know. Hey, uh, just the top of the show, uh, congratulations to the Garza family. Oh, yeah. You know. Big, uh, oh, no, 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 no wrong oh button. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's the button I meant to hit. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Sorry, Garza clan. <laughs> it's... <laughs> This one. <laughs> oh, they just unfollowed us. <laughs> oh, please. We have our audience. Please, if you're listening, don't take it the wrong way. I just, oh, I just hit the wrong button. That's all. Oh, knowing Ryan, he's laughing right now. <laughs> oh, they had a maybe, uh, maybe not his wife, but his, but he's Ryan. They had a uh, beautiful. His wife's like who? <laughs> who is that? That guy that keeps texting you like ten o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know we're sleeping? Doesn't he have friends of his own? <laughs> um, I believe it was a beautiful baby girl. Yes. Right? I don't know all the particulars, but uh, yes, this week, the Garzas welcomed a beautiful baby girl into this world and into their family, and congratulations to them. Well, speaking of uh, family, we have on the show today brother and sister, Anthony and Jenny. Uh, Saving Jackie interview. Yeah. Coming up right after. Saving Jackie uh, from San Antonio. Yes. Because it's a big day for them. Yes, it is. You know that, right? 
Yeah. Their uh, release stream party or whatever you want to call it's it. It's CD release day. CD release Mark day. Mark it on your calendars. I say it every week. We come up with a new day every week. It is Saving Jackie CD release day. Mark it on your calendar so you can celebrate it every year. Yes. And uh, they're releasing their video, too. Oh, really? So, yeah. I They... Yeah, did they the, tell us that? Yes. Okay, I got yeah. a really short memory. I got the memory of a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, they they worked all day on that. It was great that Jenny said her daughter came and uh, saw mom uh, working, and uh, she got involved helping set up gear, take down gear, and all that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, big day for Saving Jackie. They got the CD release party and the streaming event going on 3 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, June 26th. Uh, because I know that some people don't listen as soon as this show is posted. Unlike me. Yeah. I mean, the minute it's posted, I'm on. Right there. <laughs> because I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so please, um, you know, try to catch it live. If not, catch a replay of it. Um, support Saving Jackie. And go to Spotify, hit follow, hit like, uh, heart the songs, listen to them over and over and uh, because all that stuff matters in the grand scheme of things. Yep. Uh, Rocksaltradio at gmail.com if you want to contact us. So, uh, please. And we got our new, uh, we put our ugly mugs on TV. Oh, so we yeah. YouTube. Get, uh, so, uh, we're, uh, we, we, we got a YouTube channel. Yeah. We got a YouTube channel The last now. trumpet's on there right now, and Saving Jackie, by the time you hear this, Saving Jackie be on there too. So Yeah, and uh, thank you to The Last Trumpet last week uh, for coming on the show and doing our first Zoom call with us, which it was our first uh, 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 produced, or not produced, what's the... Production, yeah, record, it was the recording. First, it was the first Zoom call we put on the YouTube channel. Uh, Saving Jackie was the first YouTube, or I mean, yeah, uh, you don't Zoom see call. All the other ones, yeah. Uh, well, Saving Jackie was the first Zoom call, and it yes. was good, except I only recorded half of it. That's all right. We, we, we got the audio of the first part, so they'll be able to listen to that on YouTube. Wow. Yeah, so uh, we can't do the music stuff on YouTube, but we can do all the talk, and that's really what you are here for is to hear my voice, right? That's right. And, and now they can look at you, Dave. I, I'm putting Ed McMahon in the board since you won't do it. You should be on oh, top of this. Okay. To yes, hear, correct, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but we can put that in the board, too, so you can push the wrong button every once in a while. Yeah, I'll just push that button. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so bad for doing that. I really oh. do. I don't want him to get the wrong idea. It's not what I meant, intended to do. So if you're listening on Spotify Premium, Hovey's coming up. And if you're not um, listening to on Spotify Premium, Saving Jackie is right around the corner on Rock Salt Musecast Experience. This is Ralph from Reborn, and you're listening to a Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with uh, Aaron and Dave, and we're doing the Zoom call for the first time. Yeah, our first experience. With Saving Jackie. Hi, Saving Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. It, oh, there. It's, it's Jenny and Anthony. Anthony. There we go. <laughs> and, and where's our crowd at? Oh, oh I man. forgot. There's the oh. studio audience. Oh. <laughs> oh. Did, you guys, you hear, could you hear that? The yeah. studio audience? Yeah, they heard okay. it. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. See, it's new technology. We're yeah, trying we're, out all kinds yeah. of stuff. And Aaron's dancing yeah, around his mic. True. What's That's that? Right. 
We got thousands of fans out there just listening to the show. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Try to keep it down, right? Yeah. Um. First of all, uh, uh, you guys have a release coming up, a release party. Yes. Tell me about it. Tell me about it because uh, I'm going to screw up the name. Well, what happened was the, the backstory behind it. We were trying to book a show for June 26 here in town to do a live show. And uh, San Antonio opened up from COVID. I mean, we, we got all the bars going. I mean, we got bands from out of town playing here in San Antonio because we're, we're probably one of the only, well, I don't know, we're one of the only places, but Texas just completely opened up and everybody's playing here from different states, uh, others, I mean, just different from all over here, uh, San Antonio, Dallas. Anyway, we tried to book a show and everything was booked through October. So I, I had a bright idea. I'm like, well, you know, we've been kind of doing all these, uh, we've done quite a few virtual shows. Um, why not do a virtual CD release? So then I was I started talking to uh, our 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 label, and they're like, "Okay, yeah, let's do it." Um, so I think that the the thing was was to also have the release uh, visual for our for our fans that are you know that are not able to be in San in here in San Antonio to watch us play. So um, you know we've been blessed to have fans from different parts of the world and and uh it'll give them a chance also to kind of watch, watch the show well we're we're gonna check it out for sure oh yeah yeah of course we got it all planned and um now i've been watching jenny you've been posting videos of you guys making a new video oh <laughs> i've been watching that how'd that go yeah yeah it was good it was a really hot day but it turned out really great it looked like a rooftop type of thing. Yeah, it was. It was a really nice place. Yeah? Yeah. Well, where'd yeah. you go? Well, there's there's this location here in San uh, here Actually, we took it downtown San Antonio off of uh, 35 North and San, San Pedro. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who knew a friend that had an apartment that had that balcony. But I, I, I used to pass by that balcony for years. Off, you could see it right off the highway. Um mm -hmm. And I thought, man, that would be a really cool place to do a music video. And this was years ago when Jack, when we were when we were still playing with Jackie on Acid. Um, I'm like, man, that would be really cool. But of course, with Jackie on Acid, we didn't have the opportunities that we have now. Um, the opportunity came up to do a video, and we're like, yeah, let's shoot it here. And a conversation with a friend, we're like, uh, she's like, yeah, my my uh, friend lives at this location. I'm like. Dude, is that that place right there by San Pedro and 35? She's like, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm like, can right. you set it up to see if we can do a video? She's like, sure. So it all came <laughs> together, and it was it, it was, was really cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was hot as heck, power, though. <laughs> power was over here in the uh, back, and then there was cars and big rigs driving on the side. Yeah. Like, it was cool. Very, uh, very U2. What was that, what was that song, you, uh, Where the Streets Have No Name, where they shut down the... You, you know that you know that art REM video that came out uh, years ago where they're like on some highway. There's highway over. No, yeah. I don't remember that one. There, there's an old REM video that they shot in San Antonio. That scene where they were at, of course, they had they shut down the highway. They, of course, they that right. Right. Well, you could have we shut it down, man. <laughs> 
It's called a peaceful protest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we, we, had our, we had our cheaper version of it. <laughs> How long did it take you to shoot it? Shoot oh, the video. Wow. It, 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 it just a day? Well, it was an all-day thing. It was, it, we started like at maybe 11.30 to about maybe 9.30 at night. Yeah, it was an oh, all-day wow. thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we shot. This video is going to be a little more intense. Uh, the last video we had, it was just us. You know, it's just video of us playing. Well, yeah, um, because of and we had like a little, yeah, we had a little, we had a little skit that we did with Jenny showing up to the sh to the show. You know, a little late, right? The guys like this. Uh, yeah, I, that's one where you guys are walking into the venue, right? I, I dig those kind of videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, this this video is going to be a little more a little more intense. Uh, so it's going to have more uh, more scenes to it than just us playing so it'll be cool cool now i don't know if you want to give anything away or if you want people to wait for the release tonight but what's the video for what song is it for or do you want to wait we're, we're going to release that song that's critical um that's the song that we're going to base this the the video on and that song's literally based yeah. on yeah on, on this on the storyline to the video okay so cool. Be, cool so yeah. is that going to be part what What'd you say, Jenny? The album also that it is like uh, you know our title of of our upcoming disc is that as well. Oh, okay. So do you got a full album, or are you putting out an EP? Yeah, no, it's gonna it's yeah, it's gonna be an album. Oh, nice, great. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I've been rocking out lately. To oh, I've forgotten. The, Silence the storm. That's it. I yeah. in fact, I was listening to it on the way home. Is that you on guitar, Anthony? Is that no, you? No, no. <laughs> I'm the drummer. You're the drummer. Okay. I who's, can play you a mean beat. <laughs> okay. Um, who's on the guitar on that one? Oh, uh, it's it's our guitar player, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry yeah, yeah. Jerry. Jerry's got a unique picking uh, picking uh, style to his playing. Uh, I've, we've we've had several guitar players play with him, lead guitars. Yeah. And uh, they'll literally sit down a couple minutes to really, you know. Jerry's showing him the song, and it, his picking style is a little more unique from other guitar players I've played with here in town. So yeah, and yeah, Jerry's the one that wrote the riff, and uh, yeah, it, it was a yeah, that's a really a really cool riff that he's playing. Well, not just the riff, but I actually look forward to the part of the song where it sounds like scratching. I thought it was record scratching at first, and I went, "Oh, oh, he's playing guitar." Yeah, so I look forward to that part of the song. <laughs> Now, now that part wasn't Jerry. We we didn't have a lead guitar player in the band at the time when we were in the studio, so we had our our stu uh, our studio engineer slash producer, and that was Damien uh, Refuge from the band Refuge. I don't know if you remember Refuge, the Christian band from a couple couple years. Back. Do you remember them, Aaron? No, I don't. I I don't remember them. Well, he he. Uh, he played lead guitar for the for that three song EP, and he he just he was he's just phenomenal on guitar. Actually, he was one of our guitarists from Jackie on Acid. Oh, really? Yes, sir. Yeah, nice. I try to get him to join the band, but he's he's he was <laughs> he was uh, you know he's got a lot going on. So uh, yeah, you know may, maybe good. maybe later down the line you know something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I if I come out to uh, San Antonio, I'm going to bring a guitar. I want you guys to teach me how to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, 
I'll get I'll get Damon to come by. <laughs> there you go. Now you've been doing this uh, saving Jackie thing for a while. Have you got a lot of fans from that were you know Jackie on acid fans that have kind of you know caught up to where you guys are now and are listening to the new stuff? Um, actually, the new stuff we haven't released again. We haven't released it. No, this the 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 EP the the three songs. Oh, yeah, yeah. We we are still getting. I mean, it's. I, I didn't expect any of this to happen. I mean, uh, with this whole COVID thing, I, I I thought it was a good idea to really push our stuff, and we're still getting uh, fans reaching out to us, radio stations, uh, other interviews as well to uh play our stuff and it, it's just all been a blessing uh uh but yeah we people are still radio stations are still playing our are still playing our, our music so it's pretty cool yeah that is cool i'm not gonna lie I, i'm a little old school radio so i get a little competitive and a little jealous when i hear you guys are, on, are talking to other stations <laughs> but then at the same time i go well i'm talking to other bands so <laughs> it goes both ways well, you you guys did an interview in Brazil, in a Brazil station, or oh yeah, we we we've got we've got stations from uh, Brazil, Salvador, um, yeah, South America's been a pretty hot a pretty hot market for for Saving Jackie, uh, Brazil, Chile. I mean, it's just um, I I can't think of all the all the countries, but throughout Brazil, we got I mean uh, throughout South America. We got stations that are playing us. We've been interviewed quite a bit from South America as well. Wow, maybe a South American world tour for Sandy Jackie coming up. Go on tour with uh, Striper. They love Striper down in South America. Oh, yeah. If you only knew. Oh, I have an idea. My, my, uh, my, uh, my, of course, I have friends from these countries and we talk, you know, we chat it up once in a while. And uh, yeah, they, they're, they're big. Petro fans and they're big Striper fans. Really, I didn't. I I, yeah. I knew Striper. I wouldn't have guessed Petra. I wouldn't oh, yeah. have guessed no, Petra. Petra's. Uh, uh, they're they're real big for Petra. Also, uh, Metallica's. I mean, hands down. Oh yeah. Like, that's their. I mean, the, if you look at some of their their profiles, Metallica's is always a band that's mentioned on on, on these on their sites. Right. Uh, Megadeth, uh, Pantera. You know, oh wow! Nice yeah, Pantera's from what? Well, I think from Dallas here in Texas. Yeah, uh, they're they're big in, in South America, um, but yeah, metal's a huge thing over there, and I guess that's where uh, I guess they like they they like our our, our style, our music, and uh, they they we've been we've been played a lot there. Yeah, well, well, your your uh, your style of music is really unique. There's not many bands and and. Uh, Jenny, I believe you were on last time, right? When we interviewed you guys, I, I mentioned how you guys sounded a little like 311 to me, right. and and I was afraid you guys would take it as a as an insult, and oh, I'm no, glad you took it as great. a compliment because oh, it was yeah. as a compliment. Yeah, but 311 is one of those really unique sounding bands, and yeah, and there's nothing that sounds like you. And I was even I was playing while I was playing the song. My roommate came out and went, who, who is that? And I went, oh, that's this band Saving Jackie from San Antonio. Wow, I, I dig the riff. And silence the storm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Well, there's another song. There's another song. Oh, the one where you, uh, I don't know the name of the song. Everybody knows now I'm horrible, horrible with names. Um, 
<laughs> I can't remember a name to save my life. Um, well, one name, but I mean, you know. <laughs> Anyways, the uh, uh, the one where you you started out with from Jackie on acid to saving Jackie. What oh. what song is that? My faith is larger. That's the one. My faith is larger. I proclaim. Yeah. <sighs> See, I'm that's, gonna. That's my favorite. Yeah. See, Silence the Storm is my favorite. That one's my second favorite, Aaron. That's the oh. first song I heard from you guys when I was listening yeah. to Sound for the Crown, a, a playlist on Spotify. And I was like, man. Oh, it's on uh, Spotify? It was, there was a Sound oh, for the Crown okay. playlist on Spotify. Oh, okay. Cool. Because I heard about the festival. And so I started listening to some of the bands. And because we were just looking for bands to interview and to play new stuff. Yeah. And so I listened and I get Dave, you got to listen to this band. And then we watched Sound for the Crown, as we told you the last time. And I was like, can they pull this off live? Because some people can really pull it off in the studio. But can they pull it off live? And right. it was great. Uh, I was really impressed. And I said, hey, let's get them on. Yeah. So I'm so glad you guys came on, too, because. Uh, uh, Thank you, guys. Yeah. And I, you know, I see all the posts from you, Jenny, about your kids and all that stuff. And I was like, she's cool. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> she's a mommy, too. Yeah. And you get up there and rock like like you're 20 years old. No, That's you're what? Odd. 22, right? You're 22 years old? <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. Uh, what do your kids think of all this? You know, new attention, got a record, uh, you know, is it old? Is it old hat for them? Because you've been doing Jackie on acid and then. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. It, you know, it's, I mean, they, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, they're proud of us. Um, you know, it's just like the same old, same old, you know, I think to them. Yeah. You, I said before, you know, my son, when I was in radio, he was really impressed with it when he was really young. Like, my dad's on the radio. Yeah. And uh, as he got older, he was like, eh, my dad's on the radio. Uh, that's on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same thing. <laughs> you know, we had Ted Nugent come by this. What's that? What's that? <laughs> no, yeah, like, I, I, I would want my kids to be more, you know, happy and thrilled about it and share it with their friends. But, uh, yeah, but they have been, like, really just cool and stuff. But this last video that we had just recently did like my daughter was actually there and saw you know what what we're doing and she was helping with everything with the whole drum drum kit and going up up and down with the you know with all the gear and all of that and she was really impressed with us and what we you know and what we do well i'm impressed i I saw some of the videos i'm impressed you know, I was going to say, I had uh, Ted Nugent in the radio station years ago, back in 02. Oh, cool. Yeah. Super nice guy. I don't care what anybody says about that guy. He's a super oh, no, nice guy. Ted yeah. He was in there with his beautiful wife, Shemaine, and his then nine-year-old son, Rocco. And Rocco could not take his face out of the Game Boy because he was so just, this is like normal for him. And yeah. we gave him a guitar to sign and... And Ted was like, here, we're going to have Rocco sign it. He's like, uh, wow. you know, he's got the Game Boy in hand. He's like, uh, all right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the kids just, they don't, I don't know. It's just, 
mom and dad doing that stuff. And I don't know. Yeah. But I'm impressed. Here, you yes. want to you wanna adopt me, Jenny? I'll be <laughs> thoroughly impressed <laughs> yes. every day. <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> but Aww. your kid did say that on one of your that your kid did say that on one of your videos. Uh, uh, they posted a little comment said, "That's my mom," and yes, I thought that yes. was cool. Molly did, yeah. That's yeah, cool. that's so cool that you had saw that. Yeah. Oh, I see it all. <laughs> I see it all. I'm like Santa Claus. See the beard, and the whole thing. I'm, you can't see it, but I'm kind of fat here. And whether you're not or you're nice, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, but I digress because I'll go down a really bad path. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Did you have something to say, Aaron? It looked no, like you I had just, something to say. All right. No. So I want to know uh, how many tracks are on the new album? We got seven. Seven so, tracks. Nice. And we, we, we included our our uh, three songs from our three-song EP onto this. So it's going to be four new songs that not a lot of people have heard yet, but I'm going to send you guys that tonight. Oh, so, we, get yeah. a, we get a special sneak peek, Aaron. Yes. <laughs> I, I, so I'll definitely send you guys that song tonight. I'm not even joking. I'm not. I'm like thoroughly thrilled. I know you are. Yeah, I, I totally yeah, am. I, yeah, actually, you'll you're you'll be one of the first. Yeah, I think you'll be the only station getting it for. Uh, yeah, any, I don't. I gave it to one station. I think in South America. I think I shared it once with, with someone else. But I think you'll be the second person. The first ones here in here in the U.S. So that'll be that'll be cool. 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 Um, is there a way to put that together? Uh, we'll have I'll to run it I'll, through the board I'll, or something, I'll I guess. Figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll put it on if that's cool with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, the, 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 the songs will hit when? Friday night before the release or that Saturday on Spotify? When will they hit um, on Spotify? Yeah, I think it's going to be released on Spotify on the, uh, that Saturday. That Saturday. What, the okay. time, I, I, I couldn't really couldn't tell you because i know it we, we did just put the, the the date to be released on it everything's okay. already ready to go it's it's already uh already in the system for uh we went yeah, we, we put everything through cd baby and uh, they put it on all the platforms so i know for sure that day what time i'm not sure but that day it'll be all on all the platforms it's kind of like when we load our show up it, it gets loaded but it could take a few hours for it to hit yep yeah yeah and so so hey Let's take a break. Oh, okay. Let's, let's come back and talk. Are we going to play "Silence the Storm"? Oh, we're we're gonna, no, we're going to play one of the new songs. That's when, because uh, this won't. All right, air we got to play. We got to play "Silence the Storm" well, in this. Okay, we, we okay. got to play. We'll, we'll play the "Silence." At Storm. least keep just, me happy. Just for Dave, we'll play "Silence the Storm." <laughs> it's request hour. It's Saving Jackie request hour. Yeah. Let's take a break and we'll come hey. back and talk about some songs from the new, uh, uh, e- the new uh, project coming out. On Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Hey, this is Steve from the Ward 66, and you are listening to the dynamic duo of podcasters, Aaron and Dave on Rock Salt Radio. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with uh, Aaron and Dave and Saving Jackie. Uh, we're, hey guys, and yeah. We are uh, we are experimenting with the Zoom call and seeing how it works. You know, when we started this podcast, well, the first two shows that we did, uh, we deleted them. They were just so bad. They weren't even they weren't even for 
throwing in the vault like Prince does. Oh, it's in the vault. We'll save it for later. It was like, just destroy that one. Uh, so it, that's how this Zoom call is kind of going is not yeah. that we're going to th- destroy this Zoom call. I'm just saying no. as, as time goes on, this will become more, more streamlined. That's all I'm saying. You're, you're trying to say we'll, we'll look less like amateurs? Yeah. Not professionals ever, <laughs> but less like amateurs. Yeah. So you got the new uh, four songs coming out. What's your favorite yes. of the four? What's your favorite? Uh, I got two favorite ones. Uh, the one that I like, well, I like It's Critical. That's probably one of my more favorite songs that we've written. And then the one that I really did, probably, it's up in the air, but I think right with Alan, it's probably Breaking Doors. That song's what really, uh, it's got a good vibe. Um, it's very, 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 very catchy riff, guitar riff. Uh, we, I think with these four songs, we've experimented a little more with vocals, so to speak. Uh, yeah, th- this is going to be pretty, th- th- these four songs, they're going to be pretty interesting. So versus the three were the first songs we've written, we wrote, and uh, these last four are going to be with uh, our Rick, our lead guitar player. So he, he played leads on these songs. Oh, nice. So kind of like I was just explaining with doing the, the podcast thing in the first couple, we were just kind of. I don't know, screwing it all up, I guess, is the best way to say it. But uh, as we do it more and more, we've been doing it for a year. Aaron kind of, he he can vibe with me now, and he follows yeah. along. And, and I, I, I found just, my place. No, I don't mean okay. it like that. I mean, like, like <laughs> I didn't mean it'd be bad or anything like that. I mean, you know, we'll because- be talking off the air about this because you were not supposed to bring it up. Okay. But um, no, I mean, like, uh, I, I've. I'm all over the place, as you can tell. I, I just like boom, 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 and I'll I'll come back to questions that I asked, you know, 15 minutes ago. But Aaron kind of keeps me on track, and so he had a hard time with it at first, trying to figure out what I'm doing. Now he just kind of he knows where I'm going with stuff. What I'm getting at, though, is that because you were, see, I went the long way around to get to here. You since you guys had already done saving Jack, I mean uh, Jackie on acid. You guys already had that vibe, didn't you? Yeah. Well, it had been it had been a uh, a lot of years that we hadn't played together. Uh, yeah, she's my sister, but it's it's not like I would you know get together and jam. You know, we would after Jackie on Acid broke up. We we basically musically that would that part yeah, died between us. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we get we get along pretty good. I mean, even before. We started before we turned the camera on and stuff. We were kind of <laughs> teasing each other, <laughs> joking around. But uh, you mean this isn't all for show? This isn't for the camera? <laughs> Once you turn it off, you're like, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think with with uh, Jackie on Acid, really, uh, Jackie on Acid played a big role with this, uh, with saving Jackie, that. You're right. The the vibe it was like it it it. I guess the first the the first practice, it, it, it flowed, but it you know it was, it's kind of hard to explain. It, it it, like it really started coming back. I think after a couple practices, it it, it wasn't just it, it was like riding a bike. You don't forget, but you gotta you know you gotta go for a couple of, uh, couple of rounds around yeah. 
a yeah, lot. just get the vibe back. You, you never learn yeah. to, you never forget how to learn a bicycle or learn how to ride a bicycle. But, you know, sometimes you're a little wobbly if you haven't been on it for a long time. Yeah. Who, who's more the perfectionist or, or who's more critical of how the sound is and all that? Uh, I think I am, but I think the one next to me is uh, John, our bassist. <laughs> John's very, uh, John's very meticulous. I am too, and I think that when when we like our our mix down, we that we got from the studio. Uh, not not that I wasn't impressed. I, I really liked the way everything sounded, but I, I think some the levels were a little, you know, some things could be brought up, some things could brought down could be brought down. So um, I talked to him about it, and I started. Okay, look on this song. This is what I what I noticed, and I kind of went through all the, you know, I wrote everything down on paper, right? This is what I noticed, and I lammed them the whole list of stuff. And this song, of course, everybody else, every, some members in our band were just more focused on their instrument, and uh, I was like, well, okay, that's cool, but you know, we got all these other instruments that we got to focus on too. We got to make sure everything kind of vibes well so we did we went into the studio we went back in the studio we did very minor tweaks it was raise this a hair bring this down the hair come up a little bit here with this and oh man uh john picked up picked out some things that i didn't catch but then i caught some other things that he didn't catch so uh yeah it, the, the the mix all came out pretty darn actually that's probably one of our best probably one of our best uh mixes that we ever had well, when you're recording and, it, oh, go ahead. No, and our 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 mastering was awesome. Yeah, golly, it was it was a pretty good master. So yeah, nice. Well, we, when you're recording it, you'll hear things that I'll never hear in the in the. Yeah, I'll listen to the song a thousand times, and mm-hmm. you'll hear. Oh, did you catch that? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't catch that. But at the same time, uh, Jenny, I get the feeling that. Uh, you're. Eh, I'm making a joke. I'm not gonna be rude about this, but I get the feeling you're kind of like me, where I just I just record the thing and I go, Aaron, take it and do what you want with it. Just make it sound good. I'm out of here. It, it, are you heavily involved with it as well? I want to say yes, but it's not like in a bad way. Like I already know, like where where I'm strong and where I'm weak at, right? So, you know, I usually I just go in and I kind of like cue them and where the changes are at, you know, they all play. Um, but when when it comes to me, like when I actually go in, it's like, like I'm already ready for it, I'm prepped for it, and I'm known to be like the one, the one timer, like I'll go in and I'll nail it all. Just does, track after track. She usually does everything in one take. And she then I'm ready to go. One take, Jenny. Yeah. Because she's a professional. Time is money. Right. Jenny, what's your favorite on of the four songs? What's your what's your favorite of the four new songs? Mine, uh, I really don't have one because they're all good to me. Okay. That's fair. So, well, I ask you this then. What... When you're up on stage, what's the song that you, you look forward to performing more than any of the other songs? Hey. Oh, see, I put you on the spot now. <laughs> I, 
I have a few like uh, Breaking Doors is a really, really good like a warfare song that I really like doing. Mm -hmm. But it's just a lot of vocals on it. And it's just a lot of stuff that happens, uh, you know, like when when I'm rapping it's just like the verses are so long too and it just it grabs and it hits so hard so i really like that one but then it's like once once i'm doing it on stage it's like i jump in and i get like i i'm i'm pulled in into like this warfare like fight thing and and my words and my rhymes are just like so hard and i get a little drained off of that song and then once it's done then i'm pulled back out and then I got to talk, right? You know, right. hey, uh, thank y'all for being here a little along. <laughs> and so, I mean, I really like all our songs, but there's some that are really, really just big time, like warfare songs. And those are like the ones that I like, but then I get drained out from like doing those. It's weird. I don't know. I totally get it because now you guys are, are much more physically active on stage than I am sitting in this chair <laughs> doing what I do. But uh, it, I tell Aaron and, and some other people, you know, after I, after I record for a few hours, you know, and, and when we put these shows together, Aaron gets it all together. It's four hours long or something like that. We never That's intend. Cool. Our, our goal is two hours. We always go four. But it's draining by the end of it that I'm like, I, I need to yeah. just go chill out for a bit away from people because I'm right. like physically drained. And, yeah. and people don't understand it. You're you've got you've got the double whammy because you're jumping around and, and doing all that other stuff on stage where I'm just sitting here flipping my hands around. So which looks weird on that, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I heard uh, I heard one of your interviews was in Spanish. It was like the, one of your first Spanish interviews. Was that true? Yeah, we, we did our first, it was actually last year. Oh, yeah? And yeah, it was actually a week ago last year. Um, oh, for God. Those yeah, we, we got a, it was just out of the blue. It was, I started pushing our uh, our music online and I got reached. Walter was one of the first people that reached out to me. His name's Walter Cardoso. He's from Chile and uh, he asked to interview us. I'm like, yeah, okay, but then I started thinking, well, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this interview, uh, and we're I'm corresponding with him through Messenger, but we're corresponding. I'm corresponding with Tim in Spanish, so I'm like, well, you know, I don't. My Spanish isn't very fluent. I told him, so it's. Um, I told him we're gonna need a translator. He's like, well, what? So we're of course we're corresponding and, and text. And then I, I could tell in the message that it, it, it didn't sound like, you know, there was just something new, like Uncharted Waters getting a, uh, a translator. And he started asking a lot of questions on who was going to translate. And, uh, is, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, questions that were, that, that, that were coming toward me, and I was hitting them with, ans with all the answers to the questions. And we, I ended up getting a really good translator. He was actually – he's a pastor that used to uh, – He's a pastor at a church I used to attend, and he's actually uh, from. He was born and raised in Mexico, moved to the United States, lived in California for many years. Uh, actually, Spanish, and I mean, he speaks both 
English perfectly. He speaks Spanish perfectly. And he's translated for many people. Um, I posted it on Facebook looking for a translator because I a couple of buddies, I, friends I called, uh, nobody was going to be available or they could do it or they just did, they got cold feet because they're like, well, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on this <laughs> camera and I don't know if I want to do this. So uh, I reached out to my, uh, 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 well, I reached out to my buddy Obed and uh, he, he was, uh, he was available and, and he, he, right away he said, oh, hey, I'll help you. What's going on? And I told him, well, I don't need a translator right now. I told him this is what's going on. And I explained the interview to him. Yeah. And everything went well. That was her oh, nice. first Spanish interview. Yeah. Well, you know, you yeah, can call good. me to translate. I speak a little Spanish too. <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> yeah. Yeah. Donde esta el baño? <laughs> Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> See, I got it all, man. Oh my gosh. That's great. You got to trust those translators too. You know, they're, they're, they're actually saying the right, you know, the right thing. Uh, you know, when I, uh, when I hear your song, isn't there one of your songs where you, you mention yourself, Jenny, in the song? Or is that just me thinking of stuff? Because I'm, I'm constantly thinking of things. What? Which one is it? I don't know. <laughs> But no, because you know what? When when your song comes on, I immediately think, and this is the weird thing about I can't remember names, but I can remember your name. You know why? Because every time I hear Saving Jackie, I think Jenny from the Block. I don't know why I think Jenny from the Block. Yeah, J Lo, and I can't stand J Lo. And I was, oh, you like J Lo? All right, well. I think you're more from the block than J-Lo is. Because so, <laughs> she just sings about it. She don't live it. <laughs> oh, man. Thank All right. <laughs> it is a total compliment, Jenny. Um, so you got the streaming event coming up tonight. What's it called? Did, did you guys name it? Because I keep calling it the oh, streaming event. Stream. Yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's, well... It, I guess we we really didn't give it a name. All right, to be honest. it's the Saving Jackie streaming event, spectacular yeah, CD release. Yeah, the Saving Jackie CD release worldwide. Stream. Yeah, <laughs> worldwide event. Yeah, worldwide premiere uh, of Saving Jackie's new video. Yeah, see, it's all in how you just just sell it, man. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna broadcast the video the same during the event? Are you gonna broadcast the video? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's gonna it's gonna go on Saturday. Okay. Which is because we're if we're uh, uh, I'll pull back the curtain. We're recording this early. Yes. So we can play it back the day of the release event, which uh, we'll also be talking about on Studio B because we're rolling up to my friend's place to do a live show that night yeah, as well. So uh, what time? We're having a scheduling conflict, so that's why we had to do this tonight. Right. So oh, yeah, yeah. And then thanks for thanks for having us on the show. Yeah, yes. it's awesome. We'd have you guys on the show every week if we could. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> All you guys from Texas, you're so much fun. Oh yes. Yeah. Now yeah, see Matt, I noticed you've you've interviewed quite a few bats from San Antonio. Uh, yeah, we, we own San Antonio now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't say that. That didn't go well last time. <laughs> Remember the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, here in California, everybody's on lockdown and wearing masks and everything. So yeah. we got to we got to interview people from states where there's no no mask Gavin, no lockdown or anything. Gavin Newsom came out yesterday, gave away a half a million, no, half a billion dollars to people that got vaccinated. And the he said the people that got vaccinated, they can wear they can take one of their masks off and only come off with one now. So. <laughs> <laughs> so any other uh, shows coming up? Um, we got two in August. We got one that's going to be uh, all female fronted bands. Uh, it's called uh, Sirens, Sirens Fest. Um, and then with, there's another one that we're doing uh, in August. I, to be honest, I don't got these dates memorized. Uh, <laughs> See, he's like just, me. Just, just follow follow, follow uh, yeah. Saving Jackie on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and then we got another festival that we're going to be doing sometime in October with other bands here in town. That's going to be a big festival. Um, nicer weather. So yeah, yeah, and then of course on October, you know, San Antonio is a lot nicer. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's I cooler. was. It's seventy degrees. I was oh, there God, like at the like, end of May one year, and uh, I, I didn't realize because I went into the I was for work. So I went into the office building like early in the morning and I didn't come out till like noon or one. And I walked outside and I went, whoa, man, what just happened? I just got slapped in the face with humidity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like a yeah. wall. Yeah, it's like you're in your this cold built, this cold office, right? All day. Well, most of the day, right? Do you step out to go to lunch? That's and when I went out. Yeah. Heat just hits. Yeah. Hey, you know, and I was down there. See, being from California, we get we get all the the, the great Mexican food here as well. Okay, and I know yeah. I know uh, Texas is famous for its Mexican food, but oh, San Antonio, yeah. Oh yeah. So um, my friends from work, I was so this was the one thing I wanted to do. It was my first time in Texas. The one thing I wanted to do was go get Texas barbecue. That's all I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. And uh, so my friends from work that live there, they're like, come on, we're going to go to lunch. I'm like, where are we going? Uh, we're, there's this great Mexican restaurant right up the street. We want to check. We want you to check it out with us. And, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but it was amazing. I, I mean, it really was better than some California Mexican food. I mean, Texas, Tex-Mex, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so what do you do? You remember the name of the restaurant you were at? Oh no, this was that. That was got to be two thousand six or something. That was like fifteen oh, years ago. I haven't yeah, been back to those, San Antonio since. But some of those restaurants are still open. Still, probably. Yeah, I got to try what a burger. I've never been to a what a burger. It's good. Uh, they sold the chain. It was a. Fa I think it was a family owned business here in Texas. Uh, I mean. Texas loves Whataburger. Yeah. But I, I, I don't remember who they sold to. I know it's from some out-of-state company, and I think they, they want to franchise it. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you guys come out here to do a show, before you hit the airplane, grab some Whataburger for me and just bring it out. <laughs> and when we come out there, I'll just bring a big bag of In-N-Out, okay? <laughs> oh, no, no. You can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah we, we got in and out here in San Antonio. We got several uh, oh. restaurants. Well, what else is unique, man? You, you got Raising Cane's there? Oh, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. See, they got it all. I got to move to San Antonio. Yeah, that's right. I, I say that every time. They're For, building one locally here, though. You know, we talked to Faith Head in Chattanooga. I was like, I got to move to Tennessee. Yeah. You, everything sounds better than California right now. I think that's where I'm coming from. <laughs> oh, man. Which, too, we got everybody from California moving to San Antonio. <laughs> I know. Hey, be careful. They're going to ruin that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it. I'm not. I'm just saying there are a lot of people coming from California. Okay. So, well, yes. I can say it because I'm born and bred in California. Uh, <laughs> it, it, uh, they're like, Jerry, I got ants. Jerry, Jerry, they're coming in. They're all over. Look, they're on the counter. I got ants, Jerry. That's what Californians are to Texas. Okay. They're ants. <laughs> um, how do people check out your live streaming event? Well, they can go to our, they'll, they'll be able to go to our site, uh, our Facebook site. And I'm sure we're going to have it on, on all our other social media platforms as well. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I can't think of any other ones that we have. Yeah. But Facebook yeah. page. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook okay. for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. where I talk to them all the time, you know, and, and I'm not going to lie. I love hearing from you guys. I really do. Like, I get a random text from Anthony. I'm like, cool, Anthony just texted me. <laughs> I like that dude. Um, yeah. All right, so he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's going to hang up on the Zoom call and go, can't stand that dude. Hey, I will tell you, when we started thinking about doing Zoom, he goes, you know who we should have? Dave goes, no, we should have first on the Zoom, Saving Jackie, because they're so much fun. Yeah. And so, and so, yes, you know, he said, they're so much fun. And we've we've had a lot of bands, been a lot of fun. uh, But you guys were so much fun, um, the first interview we did. And we're so excited that you got these four new songs and everything's happening so fast. And we can't wait to you to come out to California. Or uh, if we head to San Antonio for Sound the Crown 2, uh, hopefully yeah. that'll happen, and we would love to come and okay. uh, see the band. Yeah, if there's a Sound for the Crown sure. 2, we are there. Oh, yeah. Shoot, the lineup they had was phenomenal. Oh, yes. Great lineup of bands. Yeah. Uh, there was bands from San Antonio I thought were from out of town. I, I didn't know they were from here. Seriously. Really? I didn't know they were from here. Yeah. Uh, there's... Uh, San Antonio, we at, back in the day, I don't ever remember seeing so many Christian bands, yeah. bands, and and not, and not just Christian bands, but really good, right, rock and metal bands. There were all the bands from here. Well, actually, all the bands from South for the Crown were all awesome. Yeah, but there was a, a, about half the groups were from San Antonio, or yeah, a quarter to about half were from here in town, and. It was it was it was nice meeting new people that you know, the other groups that are here playing. I didn't know there was that many, uh, and in fact, there's more that that didn't make. You know, of course, there were so many bands playing they couldn't fit everybody, right? Right. So um, they did get. The, of course, they went and reviewed all the groups that. I mean, I'm sure there was many more good bands that weren't able to make the bill, but uh, but yeah, we had so many bands in San Antonio that are Christian groups that are. Doing well, yeah. Sound, yeah. I mean, good bands, man. I'm impressed. Yeah, and well, you guys are up there with them, man. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, you guys are all in my playlist now. I got Saving Jack, and I'm going to tell you here. Uh, let me show you. I'm going to show you my phone. <laughs> Look at this right here. 
Here is my uh, here is my liked songs, and boom! I don't know if you can see it. Uh, no, you can't see uh, it. But okay. right at the top, Aaron can see it. Saving Jackie, Silence the Storm. It's right there, right above uh, Brides of Destruction and Ocean Dark and Bride and Kiss. So you're you're in good company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, <laughs> uh, this is my first, one of my first concerts. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they came with How long have you two known each other? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> See, Aaron, you know, um, I know we need to wrap this up because Anthony did something very, very subtle, but so smart. He sat with his head just below the clock. So I could see what time it was. <laughs> it's like, mm, gotta go. Look at the clock. <laughs> you know, I, I, I didn't know it was up there because, uh, yeah, I wanted to take it down. I, mean, I started blocking it, but then I started going around. No, it's really good because I know that we started right about 8 o'clock your time, and it's now 849, which means, uh, Dave, wrap it up, right? <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, we like to thank you guys for <laughs> we'd like to thank you guys for coming on again. It, it's great, and we're so excited about the the four new songs and the new video and the opportunities that are ahead of you. You've got merch out too. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're 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 working on we're going to be working on some new merch. Uh, we we bought some shirts a couple months ago. They've been selling, we've been selling quite a bit of those. Oh, yeah. I got to give me a Saving Jackie shirt. Yeah. I would totally you know wear. Limited supplier. I'll send you one. Yeah. That yeah. would be awesome because I would wear yeah, that thing I'll everywhere. Get, I'll get after the show. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you both one. Yeah. Nice. For sure. Nice. Thank you. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking at new merch and then we're, we're already, I mean, these songs are pretty, the songs that we were releasing are really cool, but we want to write some new material. So that's another thing that we're going to be working on too these next couple months. We're nice. We're going to be working on some new songs. More of that, more of that scratching thing in the silence of storm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Anthony's like, no, I want more drums, more yeah. drums. Oh, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> hey, oh my he gosh, uh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> see, that's that's gonna be my thing. If I come out and see any of these bands, I want to be able to jump up on stage and play cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> story uh, i went to see a band here in town and it was two guys i don't remember the name of the band but there were two there were it was a uh, both guys look native american uh right here they were playing in the band uh they almost looked like the guy from the cult right? oh okay these guys were more darker skinned and um and they both had microphones and one guy had a tambourine that he puts on these leather gloves, right? And it had, you know, the, the real, those real fancy ones with yeah. those cut-offs on it? And he gets the mic, and it looks like he's going to sing some backing vocals, and he puts the mic back, and he's hitting his tambourine. And he even gets the tambourine, he shakes it in front of the microphone, and I mean, I'm thinking this He was just gonna, into it. Yeah, I'm thinking this guy's gonna sing. He's gotta sing something because he keeps getting the mic and like he's gonna <laughs> say something. He even got the microphone, pushed it back, and I guess put it. I mean, it was one of those circular bases that hold the microphone down. Yeah, it pushed back. He he did one of those uh, prints where it goes, it goes back up. 
<laughs> you know, that, he played four songs. I mean, he played the whole set like that. Nice. With this group. They were a good band. Yeah. Just, the guy played tambourine the whole time. If you ever see him again, you got to take video for me. <laughs> But it reminds me of a time that I saw Blue Oyster oh, Cult. you tambourine now. Oh. You know, you play tambourine could, for the oh, bands. I can play three instruments now. Did you guys hear me play slide guitar for, for Faith Head? Really? Yeah, you got to go back and listen to the show. I played slide guitar for Faith Head. Go, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, check that he, one out. Then he played cowbell. Too. And then I played it, cowbell. I was auditioning was, for the band. It was a great moment on the show. Um, well, go ahead. But I saw... Um, I saw Blue Oyster Cult. My friend took me to see Blue Oyster Cult, and yeah. which I'm not a huge fan. A couple songs, all right. But uh, the lead singer, he was wearing sunglasses all night, and he looked really cool. And um, at one point, mid-show, the lead singer and the keyboard player switched spots. So the lead singer's now behind the keyboards, and the keyboard guy is now singing lead. Okay? And yeah. keyboard guy, he's going at it. He's Mr. Rockstar, right? Yeah. Here's lead singer guy behind the keyboards. And I know you can't see what I'm doing, but he, he's, he's got his sunglasses on. He's just standing back there. And then every once in a while, he'll look at the keyboard. <laughs> and, then, and then you're like, oh, he's going to finally play because he pulled his glasses down a little and he looked and he went, boom. And that was it. <laughs> Oh, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's my check? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm so I'm so fatigued, Jen. <laughs> All right. What's that? She said we should switch off. There you go. There you go. That could be cool. See? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. All right, I'll play cowbell and tambourine for you guys next time I'm down yeah. there. <laughs> I'll get my leather pants on and uh, uh, my really tight shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right, don't ever contact these people again, Jen. <laughs> oh, what happened to my friends on Facebook? They're gone. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you guys have a good... Uh, what time Halloween the night? What what time, what time is, is it, it tonight? 20, on the twenty sixth at three p.m. on June twenty sixth. Three p.m. Three p.m. at on June twenty sixth. That's okay. three p.m. Central. Yes. Okay, yeah. so one, that would be one p.m. Pacific and uh, I don't know four or five on the West Coast. I mean East Coast. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you guys like to add? That, uh, just again, thank you everyone for you know giving us support and thank yes. you both um aaron and dave you guys are or you guys are awesome thank you oh thank you thank you, well, thank you. It, no you're awesome oh, <laughs> it's all you yes love's all on this side of the table brother <laughs> all right guys thank you very much more saving jackie aaron oh yes silence the storm no we played that last time more we, silence the storm. More silence the storm. <laughs> well, more saving Jackie coming on Rock Salt Musax Experience. Rock Salt, this day peril. This Aaron Sound. Follow us on Spotify to receive all our new shows. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. And Aaron, it's that time again. Ask Dave? Nope. It's Ask Aaron this oh. time. 
I, I felt a little, little bad that you've been carrying all the weight here with all the Ask Dave questions. I don't know how you come up with them all because uh, I have a hard time coming up with three questions. But I think I got three good ones in my hand here, like, like Karnak holding it to my forehead. There uh, is a show I watch where they do three non-political questions, and sometimes I steal from that. Okay. And so. Well, there's nothing new under the sun, and at least you give, give them credit. Give yes. them credit, Aaron. Oh, Steve Dice Show. Steve Dice Show. All right. Yep. Um, question number one, Aaron. You're not uh, you're not much of a fanboy like I am. I meet celebrities and I fanboy out. Um, you look at it kind of like, well, they're just like you and me, one leg at a time, right? That would be the case. All right. So, what sport figure would you absolutely fanboy out over if you met or or her treasure? You'd. Be a total fanboy for Earl oh, Hershiser. Yeah. Can, can I have your autograph? <laughs> yeah, I'm such I? a fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know. What about this? What about that? What about this? He'd be like, oh, is he ever going to let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> Could somebody get him away from me, please? <laughs> As a young kid, uh, just a teenager, just fell in love with Earl. You know, it may because of his beliefs, too, mm-hmm. outside of baseball. But... Here was a guy, when you asked me that my top, my Mount Rushmore of top players. He was on it. Yeah, he was uh, He was a guy that had pretty good stuff. Not great stuff. I mean, not Nolan Ryan, Greg Maddox. Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, no. Okay. He didn't get to, if he got the 300 wins, I think he's at 270, um, he would have been Hall of Fame. Okay. But he never got there. there. To me, Baseball Hall of Fame is about a numbers thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like uh, Albert Pujols was now playing for the Dodgers, he's at three thousand hits. There, there should be no member from the Hall of Fame that doesn't vote him in the first time. And if you do, you should lose your voting rights. But Orhoshizer, by far, um, oh my gosh! Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna extend Ask Aaron then because I got a new question, and I don't want to dump my other two questions. Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because it's about what you did on the field. Yeah, yeah. You he, know, it's, it, and he's since apologized and all of that. And uh, I mean, isn't that what America's about? Is second chances? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael Vick did some bad stuff, but he's he to me he should be in the NFL Hall of Fame. He's not in the NFL Hall I, of Fame. I do believe not. Okay. Do you think, think he'll he, be in? I think he retired three or four years ago. So I think it's a five-year waiting period. Okay. Uh, yeah, he should be in. Okay. And, that, and at very least, he should be in the College Football Hall of Fame. I mean, he was he was incredible in college. Okay. And so I he did some incredible things in the NFL. So yeah, and even though he, the dog incident and all that stuff, it's about what it's it's the Football Hall of Fame, not your life perspective. Yeah, I you know with celebrities and uh, uh, public figures, we tend to mix their personal lives with their public lives, which really are two different things, two completely different things. Let me just ask you this question: uh, We had an incident with LeBron James about a month and a half ago, where he posted a cop's picture on social media. What if something would have happened to that guy where he got hurt? because of the post would we not want to put lebron james into the nba hall of fame 
No, I would vote him in. He's a great player. Yes. He's not the greatest of all time. No, but it, the Basketball Hall of Fame is about what you did on the basketball court, not what you did off it. I mean, Michael Jordan, the GOAT. Yeah, he really is the greatest of all you, time. You ask people, and, probably not the greatest teammate, probably not the greatest guy. You know, I don't think has a humble bone in his body. Who? LeBron? Uh, no, Michael. Michael Jordan. What? Uh, no, uh, Michael... If you saw his Hall of, Hall of Fame speech, really, it was, it was all about Michael. Oh, than okay. anybody else. Well, that's what I say about you know people falling near around and yeah. And it, again, uh, I, I mean, it, I think he thanked his mom and dad and all that, but uh, not a very humble guy in my opinion. But it's not about what you did off the court. It's how it's, you played the game. That's it. Yeah, and he won. All right. Question number two. What band have you never seen, but would like to? Now, I'm seeing them this October. Who? Metallica. Ah, okay. Oh my gosh, I love that song, Enter Sandman. Yeah? It would crush me if they didn't play that song. Oh, they absolutely play that song. I know song. they will, yeah. but it would, cru- it would be like, I'm never listening to another Metallica song again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Now, it's not the Namster thing. It's it's because you when I went to see you, you didn't play Inner Sandman. Yeah, that's it. I'm writing Lars a letter. <laughs> yeah. I'll probably write all of them a letter. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Metallica uh, twice before. They always deliver. It's a great show, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. I might end up being a little disappointed in Metallica because it's a smaller stage and uh, they can't bring the big, huge stage that I've seen them on the last two times. But that's fine. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Now, if there's a Christian band out there um, that I haven't seen that I want to see, um, now that- it can it can still be a band that's not around anymore. Yeah. Okay. I. I've seen about everybody I want to see that's not playing anymore because I've seen Petra, Steve Taylor, and all them. Um, no, but I mean, Kadok Resemblance, I, I, I watched them on a live stream, mm-hmm. but uh, I want to see them live. Okay. You know. Well, hopefully they'll come around. Oh, I hope so. All right. I, I hope to get them on the show because I want to ask them, are you guys Motley Crue fans? Because that one song we play, uh, Rock. Right anthem, yeah, is just sounds so much has a so much of a uh, Nikki Six Montley Crew feel to it. Okay. Question number three: Is there a rock star that you would fanboy out over if you ever met one? I don't know. Would I? While you're thinking of that, I'm going to tell okay. you. I'm going to tell everyone a story okay. about me fanboying out over a rock star. Okay. I was uh, I worked in car rental, and I was renting cars in Salt Lake City, and uh, I was looking at the reservation list, and I said, "Oh look, Dana Strum is coming to rent a car." Now Dana Strum was the guitar player for. Um, Slaughter, the band Slaughter. Uh, he's currently playing with Vince Neil's solo band. And uh, one of the girls who was in her 20s standing next to me, never heard of Dana Strum or Slaughter, 
said, who's Dana Strum? And I went, oh, he's a guitar player for Slaughter, but I'm sure it's not even Dana Strum. And as I said that, I looked up and there was Dana Strum standing in front of me. And I went, you're Dana Strum. And he goes, yeah. And I went, I am a huge fan. And uh, he was very nice. He recognized that I was a fanboy. Uh, he was uh, very smitten with the two young ladies that were working with me because they were very attractive. And I can't say I blame him. I'm just some rocker that dude that, you know, I'm a fan. And uh, he was very nice. He took pictures with me. He did everything uh, that I would hope that he would do as far as signing autographs, taking pictures, talked to me, told me stories. We discussed a time that I saw him and uh, Jimmy Page was there and David Coverdale were there. And um, But I was fanboying out so bad that I couldn't rent him the car. And one of the girls said, would you like me to rent it for you? I was like, yes, please do that. <laughs> I got your answer now. Okay. And, and you're probably not going to like it, but mm. that's okay. Uh, Darius Rucker. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> yeah, Darius Rucker. <laughs> Hootie. What would you say to Darius Rucker if he was standing in front oh, of you just, right now? I, it'd be, I'm your biggest fan. I, I Man, can we go golfing? I don't know how to golf. <laughs> but, you know, can we, can we well, go head go, over can to Top go? Golf. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I just want to walk 18 holes with him. You know, just, you know. How was it like being Hoonan Bluefish? <laughs> you know, you know, it just I, I, that would be the closest thing. It'd be like, tell me, know. tell me Hootie goodnight stories, please. Yeah. Bedtime stories. <laughs> can I have another oh. Hootie bedtime story, please? Can I, can I get another selfie? <laughs> you know, I know we've already taken 25. This is my new know? best friend. Yeah. It's Darius Rocker right yeah. there. You know, probably, you know. Now, does he have to be Darius Rucker? Or can he be Hootie and the Blowfish? No, Hootie. either one. <laughs> either one. Just Cause, love his voice. Because Darius is a uh, is a uh, country star, and I, I know he's Darius Rucker also in Hootie and the Blowfish. That's the name of the band, but everybody calls him Hootie. Yes. Yeah, because it's Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I'd I'd probably have him do an ID. You listen to Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron. <laughs> like Sal Area. said, like when Sal sent me a picture and it was just written out to me. Yeah, cool. <laughs> you know, I was trying to keep that from you too. I was like, oh man, it doesn't say Aaron. That's okay with that's me, okay. but yeah. I don't know if I want to no, show that's him. A, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening, Sal, thanks for sending that picture. Yes, our friend Sal. Yep. All right, that is Ask Aaron for this week. Was that a good one, Aaron? Yes. I know it's not as good as yours, but it's what I what I put together on the fly. And coming up, flashback 2007 on the Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Hey, everybody. This is Jenny from the band Saving Jackie, and you're listening to Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. And Aaron, I got to tell you, um, I think they put a little bit of crack in the Walmart frozen pizza, the Bacon Ranch chicken frozen pizza, because it's so darn good, man. I just want more. <laughs> it's what? flashback 
Aaron. June 2007. Way to be prepared. <laughs> I'm right there. You are correct, sir. <laughs> hey, flashback 2007. Uh, what was going on in June of 2007? Well, uh, Dr. Kevorkian was released from prison on June 1st. 2007 love him or hate him agree with him or not um he made an impact here's, here's the guy that stays true to his convictions he felt that he was helping people uh i don't want to get into the whole discussion of you know how moral it was yeah okay but i do want to ask your opinion do you think he was right no okay no i don't i just don't think you should be helping people commit, I don't know, suicide. True. I, I, all right. Now, I, I am all for, uh, we've had several discussions on uh, legalizing marijuana for people that are in pain medically to help them not to suffer so much as end of life is coming. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we go with this. Okay. And I really think this helped having people have discussions about this well, about, I think it, it, about what to do yeah and see and that's what i think uh i don't want to get into the like you said the moral discussion of it all but that's why i asked your opinion because i really didn't know what you thought of it i don't know what i think of it uh honestly but how do you form an opinion unless you have an intelligent calm conversation about both sides of the issue and this really is still is an issue isn't it yeah i've told my wife i said hey you know don't keep me in a coma for two or three months Mm -hmm. or whatever if it's my time it's my time and so i just we've had discussions about it this some of the things he was found guilty of were a little bit different Mm -hmm. uh I just don't like the idea of helping someone, you know, I think it's your time, your time, but not making your own time. If that could be understood. Yeah. Well, I don't want to delve. I could delve deeper into it. I don't want to. But um, also in uh, this time, June of uh, 2007 was the Sopranos series finale on HBO with the infinite infamous cut to black ending. Did you watch it? Never watched one episode what? of The Sopranos. All right. Well, I started out watching The Sopranos. I kind of lost interest about halfway through. Although Nancy, my wife, loves The Sopranos, and I think she still watches episodes. Uh, I did watch the final episode and was screaming at the TV. Screaming at the TV. It was, it was a ripoff. I felt jilted. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it's like the last episode of Steinfeld. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like that one either. No. I think the best last, last episode of anything is Cheers. I thought that was so cool. The Cheers one was good, but yeah. the last episode of New Heart really is one of my favorites. Do you remember New Heart when he owned I, the, the... I watched the show. I didn't see the last episode. Okay, so when he owned the Inn in Vermont. Yes. And Larry and Daryl and Daryl, right? So, I, I, look, it's 20, 30 years ago, so I'm not giving away any spoilers, all right? But he did, used to do a show called uh, 
Bob Newhart, I think is what it was called, because he had Bob, Bob Newhart, and Newhart. He had three shows. Uh, but he did a show in the 70s where he was a shrink, and he was married to Suzanne Plachette. And so at the end of Newhart, which I loved that show, uh, he wakes up from a dream. And Suzanne Plachette wakes up next to him and he goes, I just had the weirdest dream. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I was always wearing different sweaters and there were these three guys. And she goes, was was I in it? No, I was married to somebody entirely different. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great ending to a show. Very clever. And why couldn't you do something clever to tie it all together? Uh, I, the, I think sometimes they just get too clever for their own good. You know what I think is, uh, you know what I think it is with the Sopranos is they really didn't know where they were going to go next with it. I knew that they knew that they wanted to do some kind of movie thing, which that could have been great. Um, unfortunately, James Gandolfini died, uh, and I know they are talking about a movie, and they're going to use his son uh, as to be like a young Tony Soprano, I think. Uh, but, yeah, I think they just didn't know how to pull the plug on the show so they could continue on to make money off the show after the show ended. You know how you make more money off a show? You continue to do it. You continue to do it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that it, it had run its course at that point. I think we needed a break from The Sopranos at that point. But even if you wanted to do this cut-to-black scene, there was a better way to do it. I mean, they brought back patrick duffy to dallas right yes (laughs) he was in the shower (laughs) i know that's a very old reference yeah also uh june uh 2007 the ducks the anaheim ducks won their first nhl title stanley cup really titles i didn't know that yeah i think that's their only one but there could be another one there's another first year uh u.s men's Open or U.S. Open men's golf, Oakmont GC, Angel Cabrera wins his first major title, one stroke ahead of Jim Furyk and Tiger Woods. Also, the first Transformer movie came out. Yeah, that was uh, big. Yeah, that was big. Simon uh, LeBuff or yeah, yeah, the blue, yeah, the blue or whatever. Yeah, whatever. And here's another one. I know you're not a Tennis fan, and I used to watch here and there. Uh, Me and my brother used to play, but uh, June 2007, uh, Rafael Nadal wins his his title for the third consecutive year for French Open. Interesting is, is at that time, that was like the only only spot he would win against uh, uh, Roger Federer. You know, I'm Roger lost. Roger would own all the other opens, but the French, since it was on clay, uh, Nadal was a great uh, clay score, uh, clay uh, surface, yeah, player. And then he continued to get better at the other surfaces. But at that time, no one could beat him on clay, um, and it would uh, frustrate. Better for no end how he could been the if he had won that he'd be the the grand slam champion winning all four mm-hmm. it would bug him to no end but uh the doll was just great on clay uh so it's okay, not surprising I'm, he i'm totally third. lost dude. i know but he, he was he was it was just a, a a great one surface player 
that became a great all-surface players later on, uh, Nadal. But uh, Federer, one of the greatest uh, tennis players of all time. Tennis needs another John McEnroe to keep it interesting. Well, it's, that ain't happening. So. Yeah, we got cancel culture going yeah, on. That would be it. <laughs> you know, we, the story you brought up, and I said, uh, maybe later. Uh, speaking of just losing somebody who's great on TV, uh, Charles Barkley has said he's going to uh, Yeah, I didn't read the story, and that's why I didn't in, bring it up years. yet. Yeah, and, and in a couple of years. Uh, he just would, you know, just kiddingly make fun of things. You know, people in certain towns or whatever, just mm-hmm. jokingly, not to be harmful, just to make know, a joke. Yeah. And, uh, you know, oh, don't talk about that now. Don't talk about it. He's like, you know, I'm done. If I, you hired me to talk about all this stuff. You know, if friends I talk about who watch uh, the NBA Tonight Show on TNT, the only one they discuss who said this is Charles Barkley. Well, they're not going to figure it out until the ratings drop. Yeah. You know, they, they always think it's the show. It's the show. He's just one member of the show. Well, you're right. He is just one member of that team. However, Hey, uh, how did the bulls do after, uh, 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 Michael Jordan left? (laughs) Not very good. Okay. It's not to say Scottie Pippen wasn't a great player and Dennis Rodman wasn't a great player and all those people that played with Jordan. Am I correct? Yeah. I mean, they they won some games after he left, but they didn't win any championships. Yeah. And I'm not saying he carried the whole team, but he was a missing link at that point. You need the link to tie the chain together. And uh, I, I personally feel that Charles Barkley is that link in that show. How many people are on that show? Four people? Four people. Yeah. I, I've seen it once or twice. I love Charles Barkley. Uh, I'm not a huge basketball fan. I didn't, I, you know, I watched a game here or there, so I saw him play. But, uh, you know, I never went and saw him play or anything like that. Didn't follow his career. But I'll tell you what I always liked about him was the dude stands up for what he believes in. He says what he thinks. And he challenges people to challenge him. Like his skit he did on Saturday Night Live where he's playing basketball against Barney. Mm-hmm. And he, Charles was known to be a rough and tumble, elbow kind of guy. Right. And all during the skit, he's elbowing Barney. <laughs> he's knocking him down. <laughs> At the end of the, the skit, Barney's got Band-Aids everywhere. I think it's, it's one of his arms in a that cast or whatever. <laughs> You know, he's like, hey, Barney, it's great playing with you. You know, I'm sorry I was a little rough, but, you know, you love me anyway. And like Barney would, you know, nod his head, (laughs) you know. But people could have been offended by it that he beat up Barney. But it was funny. It was a skit. It was made to be funny. So, again, uh, I hope that TNT or the NBA – Cancels, cancel, uh, cancels, uh, cancels, cancel, cancel culture. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. You know, help. there's a, uh, uh, something floating around Facebook now. I saw it the other day and I, I believe it's a quote from a comedian, but I could be wrong, but essentially the thing said, um, you know, comedians are getting out there 
saying that, you know, we need to stop cancel culture and, uh, you know, because it's taking comedy away. I, I don't know the exact quote, but it was something to that effect. And this person said, no, stop it. You, you don't need to cancel cancel culture. What you need to do is stand up and say, yeah, I made a joke. I'm sorry you're offended. Get over it. Move on. If you don't like it, move on. Don't care. I think Charles would jokingly talk about the size of uh, women in San Antonio. Just having fun, not mean to harm anybody. We've got friends in San Antonio. Yeah, yeah like, hey, Charles, please, no, don't talk about that. Don't talk about this. And he's like, I'm out of here. You know, yeah. and again, you know, I listened to, would watch the show just to hear them laugh at each other, kid with each other. And talk about something other than basketball. You know, when I was at a radio station in Reno, anybody that knows me well enough knows that I am a huge, huge Queen and uh, Freddie Mercury fan. Okay? Uh, I love Freddie Mercury. He was so talented. And... I believe, at least it's the persona he put out, pretty humble. You know, I could be wrong. I don't know. He's very flamboyant, that's for sure. But uh, I think that he always appreciated that the fans put him in, the, in his place. He, he never came out and went, I'm the greatest ever. Okay, he just was. He just was. He was a great entertainer. So that said, I, uh, I was bummed up when, when Freddie died. And I got on the radio and I did a nice little tribute to Freddie Mercury on the anniversary of his death. And I, I said something which was, and maybe it'll get me in trouble again, I don't know. But it was, it's very unfortunate that his lifestyle took him away from us. And I got hate mail. I got uh, uh, called in to the program director's office to discuss it. And how that was wrong for me to say. And this was around the time that uh, Jerry Garcia had died. And I said, well, it is his lifestyle. He lived that lifestyle. What do you want me to tell you? I, he would tell you, had he not made that decision to do what he did, he would be here today. Right? Correct. And I said, I, I, I said, so am I not to say that uh, uh, Jerry Garcia shooting up heroin and eating Cheetos all day didn't kill him. It was his lifestyle that killed him. It's the lifestyle that kills a lot of rock stars. I I'm sorry. And I'm sorry if you're offended by the facts, but that's a fact. Now I'm getting on a rampage. <laughs> uh, I'm on Dave's soapbox again. Here I go. <laughs> Let's put it like this. I want to miss Charles if he decides to leave the show, which he says, you know, I think it's basically, hey, if you guys don't clean up your act, I'm going to leave in two years. I think that's what he was uh, saying on the radio show um, that he announced that he was leaving. And we're going to lose a lot of people that, are, that, make us, that entertain us that have made enough money to walk away. Yeah. What's maybe, the point of doing it? And maybe Charles decides after he's done there that he'll entertain us by doing a podcast or something else. You know what I have. To, you know what I have to say about Charles Barkley leaving 
NBA tonight. Is it NBA tonight? NBA tonight? Yeah. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. Because <laughs> that's how he says terrible. terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and he would laugh. If you made fun of him like that. Yeah. I mean, they do they do jokes against each other all during the show, and they look, laugh. Look, if we can't joke with each other, what do we got? I mean, really, uh, why is life even interesting anymore if we can't laugh at each other? That's true. I mean, really, uh, we got to start laughing at, at the stupid things. I mean... Uh, I'm Scottish heritage. Say what you will. Uh, you can't understand them when they speak English. All right. I'm Scottish. I think I can get away with saying that. I'm also a fat guy. I like fat jokes. I'm fat. So what? People, people call me fat all the time. You're absolutely right. I'm fat. So what? Who cares? Yes. And I make jokes about it myself. Laugh at yourself. Laugh about things that are funny. Enjoy life. That's what I'm getting at. Well, Stop cancel been, culture. This has been flashback June 2007 slash Dave's rant. <laughs> and four from 10 is Toby Mac. Super chick. Flyleaf. Super chick? Yes. Super chick. Is this a band? Yeah. They were a Christian band back. Uh, is it I a bunch of chicks? Uh, no. <laughs> Don't there get offended, some- cancel culture. Yes, yeah. I called women chicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not a bunch of women? No, this is not a bunch of women. I'm t- thoroughly confused now. Okay. Flyleaf, Reliant K. All right. This is Rock Salt Muse Cats Experience. This is Keegan from Dead Sin, and you're listening to Rock Salt Radio. Rock Salt Muse Cast Experience with Aaron and Dave. <laughs> That's going to be my joke now. Oh, because, I see. Uh, oh, I, I still feel bad about that. <laughs> Um, Aaron, I've got a, uh, I've got a cringeworthy story here. Extremely cringeworthy. Like I cringe to just reading the headline and I, uh, intentionally didn't tell you about this ahead of time. Cause I want a real reaction from you. Um, I'm ready. You know what Juneteenth is, correct? Yes, it is. Yes, I do. Uh, Juneteenth being the day, uh, essentially, that the slaves were freed mm, 200 years ago. I don't know the exact year. But um, it's it's becoming more and more uh, in our mainstream culture now, as it probably should be. Okay? Um, Ikea... <laughs> Maybe doesn't get the idea. (laughs) Here's the headline from the uh, New York Post. Ikea Juneteenth menu with watermelon fried chicken sparks outrage. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, really. (laughs) Um, Where's that button? Right uh, here? Which no, one? don't hit that one. Uh, no. That one. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, here's the story. An attempt to honor Juneteenth uh, backfired spectacularly for one Georgia IKEA, an Atlanta branch of the Scandinavian furniture chain, has sparked outrage with what employees are calling an intensely problematic menu curated to celebrate the holiday, which marks the emancipation of the very last enslaved Americans. Quote, to honor the 
perseverance of black Americans and acknowledge the progress yet to be made, we observe Juneteenth on Saturday, June 19th, 2021, begins an email acquired by TMZ, which was sent to employees at the branch last week. Quote, look out for a special menu on Saturday, which will include fried chicken, watermelon, mac and cheese, potato salad, collard greens, and candy jams. (laughs) You know, um, I was offended. They don't even get an A for effort. I I was offended, (laughs) which is hard to do. I don't usually get offended. I was offended. Um, This selection, including items that have historically been used to demean African-Americans through stereotyping, resulted in multiple employees calling out of work in protest, according to a local news channel. Quote, you cannot say serving watermelon on Juneteenth is a soul food menu when you don't even know the history. They used to feed slaves watermelon, an anonymous employee told Atlanta CBS 46. It caused a lot of people to be upset. People actually wanted to quit and people weren't coming back to work. And you know what? I I would be right there with them. Uh, Honestly, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't typically get offended. I'm offended. And, And, uh, you know, it's not Juneteenth is not about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I, I wanted to call some of my friends and go. I, I'm really offended f- for you. <laughs> you know, it's just like, what is going on? Look, uh, they. Yeah, I'll go on here. Hang on. Here's the rest of the story. Okay. As many as 33 workers didn't show up in response, CBS reported, causing the store's manager to apologize via internal email. She said, I truly apologize. The menu came off offensive, the employee recalled, but this wasn't sufficient for forgiveness. And the worker said the controversy could have been easily avoided if only people of color had been included in the team that chose the menu. None of the co-workers who sat down to create the menu, not one was black, they added. The following day, the store manager told CBS a new revised menu was released. Uh, The updated version included collard greens, cornbread, mashed potatoes, and meatloaf. And Sunday's menu, fried chicken, mac cheese, collard greens. The employee said, you know, I mean, does somebody not get it? I I usually make jokes about this, but I mean, does somebody not get it? It's like, okay, well, we're not going to do that menu on Juneteenth. We'll do it the day after Juneteenth. <laughs> like, that's supposed to fix it? Come on. Well, they bought all that fried chicken. I know. Bacon, so and they, they had to get rid of it. Here's an idea. Give it to the local food bank. That would be true. Give it to the local food bank. A step up, say, I made a mistake. I I truly believe it was an error in judgment. I truly believe that. And and this employee's right. They should have had somebody of color on that board because that would person would have stepped up and went, What you talking about? Isn't I'm not how, doing that. Isn't that how it always is at work? Yeah. You know, we you know, let's not ask the person that it's really affecting. The changes are affecting. But that's how it is sometimes these corporations and they don't ask the right people. No, but they th- don't. This was uh kind of obvious. Who you could have asked? Who you kind of got involved? I look. If I was on the board, I would have went. Eh, I don't know if I want my name on this one, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> now, was this just 
for the Atlanta one, or was this yeah, all Yeah, this over? was just an Atlanta Ikea. Okay. But uh, yeah, cringeworthy, man. Oh. Cringeworthy. Uh, I'm sorry. You should have you taken a step back and realized what you were doing before you ordered thousands of dollars in chicken. And, and like I said, uh, um, a perfect way to cap off the apology and show your sincerity would have said, I'm donating all of that food to the nearest food bank. All yeah, of it. Or just ask the employees that you were doing it for, where can we donate this? Yeah. Is there a local church in the area that has a homeless ministry that can uh, cook this up and give it out? Yeah. It's... Um, I, I try to find the humor in things because, um, you know, that's the kind of show we want to do is we, we don't want to focus on all the negative. We want to kind of give you a, a relief from some of the negativity in the world. So I try to make jokes about things. And while I am making a joke about how stupid somebody is, at the same time, I was offended. And uh, I think these people ab- absolutely should have been offended. And I support them calling into work and because how else are you going to send a message to management uh, besides losing half your crew? And I was, if I was a key, if I was that manager, I'm paying you for the day. Absolutely. I'm paying you for the day. Absolutely. I'm I'm sorry. I offended you. I'm paying you for the day. That that was just a stupid thing to do. And uh, that was somebody's idea. It was one person's idea. I promise you. It was one person's idea and four yes men that went, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, because nobody had the backbone to step up and say, uh, uh, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's a bad idea. Uh, I, I'm that person. That's one reason I'm kind of not liked at work because I have no problem stepping up and going, bad idea. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna bomb. Yeah, you know, that's not going to go over well. No, no. And, and just to push the menu off another day, I, I think is insulting. It, it shows that it's all about the money. Let's hope uh, next year when they do a celebration for Juneteenth at this IKEA, because I'm sure they will, because um, they stepped in it once and they'll try to get it right, um, that they get the right people involved, ask questions, you know, and, and again, if the people that are involved saying, hey, we ought to do this and it's too much or too expensive, you know, hopefully the manager can go, hey, we really can't do that. But how about how about we go halfway on this or whatever? We want to do something to recognize uh, Juneteenth. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, some, sometimes you just go overboard uh, doing too much. Like, hey, this is a grandiose idea. And it it just bombs. Well, you know, the. In this day and age, uh, apologies aren't worth the email sent. Yeah, I was going to say the paper it's written on, but we don't do that anymore. It's the email. So it's not worth the email sent because actions speak louder than words. And that's where I'm coming from on this. Your actions should have screamed an apology by not carrying over the menu. Just stop. I mean, at what point do you just go, oh, that was a bad idea. Throw it in the garbage. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you are right, Dave. Uh, yeah. Cringeworthy story. Oh, beyond cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm sorry that happened. Really, I am. Yeah. 
and I hope they get it right next year. I sure you, do. Well, they could not do it at all, but they probably will. No, I think they go, should do it. I mean, yes, they should do it. Um, but maybe it, give the right people. And when I say do it, do it, I, I say celebrate the holiday. Yeah, I don't mean come up with another stereotypical menu. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. I don't know what else can you say. Uh, <laughs> he, he, all you got to do is laugh at people's stupidity. Just ask the right people. Yeah, ask the right people. Seek out outside. Uh, input you know it's not all about the people at the top you aren't always the wisest and smartest sometimes you got to get the input of the people that are in the field and the people that it affects and this is one of those times that this is i mean let's be honest i don't want to go on too much longer on this thing but let's be honest um uh, the the slaves were freed emancipated that's a big, important day in American history. I mean, how do, you, how do you screw this up? Really? How do you screw it up? Not asking the right people. Not asking the right people. There well, you we, go. We have a story, and I'll be real quick at this, uh, for the All-Star Game. It was in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, uh, the state of Georgia passed a uh, voter ID law Um. You know, whatever your opinion is on it, whatever. And so um, they said, hey, you know, if a Georgia passes this law, we're going to move the All-Star game. Well, guess who's that is affecting? Yeah. The, the law is going to be passed no matter what. It affects, it affects the local people in Atlanta. Well, one thing is, is in Atlanta, Georgia, they have a tremendous amount of small businesses owned by black people. And they're going to lose millions of dollars that went to uh, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. That was the wrong way. You know, you could have had a, a voter petition drive, uh, you know, where people learned how you can vote better and all that at the All-Star game. Do something that yeah. way. Don't take the money <laughs> from the small businesses in Atlanta, Georgia... They were innocent. Them. They were collateral damage That's is right. what they were. I don't want to say innocent victims. They were collateral damage. Well, yeah, but I mean, they, they had nothing to do yeah. with, with that law being passed. Yeah. It was the politicians. I mean, again, then they vote for the politicians, but again, they had nothing well, and, to do. And, and did it change anything? Did no. anything change because the all-star game got moved? Name the home one run thing. derby is going to be a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the home run derby? At? It's in Colorado. You know, uh, Curse Field. That's a launching pad. Oh, is compared it? to Atlanta? Yeah. Is that is that because of the altitude? Yes. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. A lot more. The home run derby should be very good this year. Oh, I might check that out then. Yeah, but it should yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah. But yes. It, Stop it, spanking it, the people that aren't involved. Yeah. <laughs> I keep getting serious and getting laughing. Right. I, I like the word uh, collateral damage. They were. Yeah. And so, again. And, and it changed nothing. And the Atlanta play, Braves players who were planning, their families were planning to be there to watch the game, be a part of the activities, now will not be. The Atlanta Bla Braves players were upset. We're like, what are you doing? Yeah, we're, we're you know, we're not unhappy about this new law, but there's other ways to go about uh, confronting the law yeah. if you don't like it. 
than taking money away. away. It's and just so. so dumb. And, yeah. you know, I've been to, uh, what do they call it, Super Bowl Village or whatever they call it. That, the, yeah, the, at uh, San Francisco, right? And, yeah, when, when it was yeah. in San Francisco. And I'm going to tell you, it's not just some local businesses that lost out on a few customers. We're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars lost. Uh, hotel rooms and uh, restaurants, u- restaurants, bars. bars, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, cab drivers, airlines. I mean, millions and millions and millions of dollars lost. Employees of uh, Fulton County Stadium. Um, yeah. I think it's not called that anymore, but it, it was at one time. The but stadium I mean, yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what sense does it make? Yeah. There's the, it just look, if I'm not going to get into the, the voter registration law. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm not ready to make that argument, but regardless of how you feel about it, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when you've got people suffering because a, a corporation or in this case, the MLB, uh, wanted to make a political statement. They did nothing to help the people in Georgia. Nothing. Well, hopefully they do it right. That they move the next All-Star game be announced. The next one that will be announced 2023-2024 will be in Atlanta. M- make it right. Yeah. You know. And and do away with this stupid menu. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that. Yes. <laughs> Freaking idiots. Uh, you know, it's as close as I'm going to get to swearing. Freaking idiots. <laughs> because that one needs a swear word. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm done. I'm off my soapbox, Aaron. Okay. Down from Dave's soapbox. Well, next I, week. I, I, hope, some- I, I certainly hope I didn't offend anybody because yeah. that was not my intention. No. I just, I wanted to point out the stupidity of corporate leaders and you did it in another way with the mlb which essentially they're corporate leaders Uh, we always uh regardless of what position what company what politician whatever we always look to people at the top our leaders to be a little smarter than us and uh there's a lot of times that i go i'm 50 years old that means um Gavin Newsom's probably as smart as I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, let's not go there. So. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, there are people just like you and me, and they've got to put on a brave front that uh, they're leaders, and I get that part of it. But uh, I think part of being a good leader that was lost somewhere over the last 20 years, which is uh, sometimes you need to ask for advice. Sometimes you got to ask. Yeah, there's... My wife asked me for a Bible verse for a young man who graduated high school. And the verse I uh, gave, a smart man seeks wise counsel. A fool tries to do it alone. Oh, oh, and so, can I, uh, can I uh, frame that? <laughs> I want to fr- have you, your wife does needlepoint. Have her do a needlepoint for me, Don, if you're for listening. The, please. The, yeah. Please, 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 baby Jesus, <laughs> up in heaven, have Don needle point me. You can send to the manager of IKEA in Atlanta, <laughs> and to Rob Manfred, the the commissioner of Major League Baseball. Uh, they so. sh- they should get it. Yeah. They really should. That's true. Because they need to seek out the advice of others. It's 
it's blatantly clear that they need to seek out advice. And that's okay. It's okay to ask for advice, and it's okay to ask for help. You're no less. You're no less of a leader if you ask for help. Yeah, I, I mean, if I don't know something, I try to ask those who uh, would know uh, the correct answer. So, well, you know, that's uh, a smart person surrounds himself with smart people, and it's not. Uh, it's not so that. Uh, he can feel or she can feel like they're the smartest in the room. A smart person surrounds themselves with people that are as good or maybe better than that person, the leader, because uh, I always wanted to hire people that wanted my job because it showed drive and they were, you know, they were involved. I don't know. You, you feel me? Yeah, I, 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 I think any uh, boss should do that. Yeah, I've had a few bosses that didn't matter. You know, you know, I had one boss that was a manager didn't uh, had an AA degree, but he would always hire guys that had full degrees that were smarter than him. He's like, I'm just looking for ideas. Yeah, you know, I'm probably a little bit better than them at. You know, he would tell me I'm a little better than them at getting it done. Uh, just my personality or but experience I, on the job. Yeah. But I just need the idea and yeah. uh, they're smarter than me with those ideas. So I, see, and that's what I think was great. I know I'm starting to ramble, but I keep coming up with stuff. I, I'm not a fan of Steve jobs, but I can, I can honestly say Steve jobs surrounded himself with the right people because now he changed communication. The reason that this show exists is because of Steve Jobs. Yeah. And, right. and and I don't think Steve Jobs was at home going, I got a great idea so everybody can do a podcast. Yeah, I'm going to call it a podcast and everybody's going to be having a microphone. I don't think that was Jobs' idea. That was some that was some dude that came I, up with that. One more thought and we'll move on. Yeah. Bill Walsh, coach of the Niners. Great how, coach. How many guys that served on his coaching staffs Became head coaches. All of them? Yeah. Yeah. Next year. I, and he I'm not always a, surrounded guys that were smarter than him or just as smart that weren't afraid in the room of saying, you know what? I think that idea, Bill, you know, I, I know you won a good Super Bowls. I don't think that's going to work. Let's try this. And Bill probably always said, I'll think on it. Didn't cut them off right away. I'll think about it and made a decision if it worked for their team or not. But he had a ton of guys that served on his staff that became head coaches. Now, am I am I correct that all of them became coaches? Well, Maybe he, not head coaches, but coaches, I mean, I think his past tree, him. I think his tree runs about 10 to 12 deep for head coaches that served on his staff or or served on the guys that became head coaches' staffs. And, but he and, taught them, surround yourself, just like I surrounded myself with you, you surround yourself with smart people and like let's I not, did. Let's not forget, he surrounded himself with Joe Montana. Uh, Steve Young, I believe, was under Walsh. Yeah, but Mike McCarthy, who's a Dallas Cowboys head coach, he was a quarterback's coach with uh, under uh, Dorsey, which was under Bill Walsh. I mean, the tree is there. Yeah. But he always surrounded himself with smart talent. And those guys became head coaches. So if you want to see guys that are geniuses of hiring the right people, 
uh, look into your sports programs. How many assistant coaches became head coaches uh, from their uh, legacy? So, yeah. and Bill Walsh, uh, like him or not, um, he did that. How do you not coaches. like Bill Walsh? Well, I'm not a Niner fan, so he coached. Yeah, but him. how do you not like that, Bill that, Walsh? That would be true. Come on, I wasn't even a. Uh, I'm. I'm still not even a big sports football fan enough to know names and and I know who Bill Walsh is and I yeah. remember him I remember watching him win Super Bowls. That guy was great. Yes. And he surrounded himself with good talent. So all right. All right, if you listen to Spotify Premium, you're gonna hear some great music. If not, what do we learn today? And recommendation of the week is coming up next on Rock Salt Musecast Experience. Rock Salt Day Peril, Aaron Zown. Hey, Aaron, where can people contact us? On our email at rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rocksaltradio at gmail.com. Rock Salt Musecast Experience with Aaron and Dave. <laughs> it's the running joke because I felt so bad that, that I accidentally hit that button. You want to hear some of the other sound effects? Okay. We got, okay, I don't know what that was. Oh, that's some music. You that's some there. music I put yeah, up. Saving Jackie. Is that the Saving Jackie music? I think so. No, no, that's, that's the... Um, that's Deeper Again from Reborn. Yeah, like a 30-second clip. Yeah. Remember we listened to that? I so. like that song, by the way. Okay. I dig the yeah. vocals. Let me see what else we got on here. Hey, this... Oh, that's Steve, hey, Steve this Scott. Steve from the Word and this is just great radio right here, isn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, Dave's in a great mood. We got to get uh, Steve on the show again. I miss that guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Where's our studio audience? Oh, that's Mad Mike's theme. Yes. I got to call Mad Mike, too. <laughs> Mad Mike's coming to town. Yes. Did you know that? Yes. Correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> there's, oh. there's the live studio audience. Um, oh, and of course, up here we got uh, our opening and Sal. Let's see what else we got. It's riveting, isn't it? I, <laughs> what's this one? Oh, that's just static. <laughs> if, if we were, better hey, than what's yeah, going on right if, now. If we were on the radio, <laughs> this is what a lot of people would hear. <laughs> Um, oh man what's this one david my dear friend oh, what's up brother oh, this is yes you're, you're, uh, it's michael, michael sweet huh yeah bearded what was this called michael again? sweet cameo rather seclusive and that's uh, your birthday? yeah that was my cameo for my birthday last year for my uh, lovely wife nancy <laughs> you're like what was that when you're a baby they had all those buttons you'd push and they do like a dog sound, a cat sound. Oh, yeah. Sound. Yeah, it's kind of what this is for, for adults. It's much more expensive. Oh, that's true. Look, come All on, right. man. I, I... All right, what I'm did we learn sorry, today? you're fired. Our last break. <laughs> oh, man. I got more. I know you do. I got, hey, what's this one? Okay. Touchdown! <laughs> got... Because he used to do the Raiders. Oh, there we go. When the Giants hit a home run, is that it? Or is like when the Sharks score a goalie? I mean, score a goal. 
<laughs> Score a goal. I, I'm kind of scared to push this one because I don't know what it is. Okay. It says GK Smell. Okay, go ahead. I I, I may have to dump out of this. Okay. I don't know what it is. Uh, smells like football, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that what that smell is? It smells like football, baby. <laughs> yeah. And okay. I thought it was me. <laughs> All right, what did we learn today? Besides Dave likes to push buttons and have fun. Oh, you oh, know me too well. I love right. to push buttons. <laughs> like this. In more ways than one. Well, the first thing we learned, no matter how great you are, uh, you can ask for help. Yeah, I'm asking, asking for, for help. help is not a sign of weakness. It is not a sign of weakness, and I'm asking for help right now because it's been three and a half minutes <laughs> of just nonsense. <laughs> That's right. Help me. Uh, help. Yeah. That's <laughs> why we do these things on uh, not midweek, but uh, on Saturday morning. Dear but, baby uh, Jesus, yeah, help in heaven, help we're me. we something this Saturday. So, <laughs> What did we learn today? <laughs> the Garza family added a baby girl. Yeah, baby Maddie. Baby Welcome Maddie. to the world. Yes. You know, I, I say this with uh, all sincerity. I am 100% honest. I cannot wait to get out there and meet the Garza family in person. Not, not just over the phone or a Zoom call. I really want to get to San Antonio and meet everybody. Ryan, Rath, and um, I'm drawing a blank on the other member in the band. That well, that's we because to. that person's not important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, that's a joke. Yes. The, uh very They're nice. all important. Caleb, all the people that we've met. Yeah, Caleb. Jenny, What's up with Caleb? Anthony. Yep, we'll get got to get him back on. Uh -huh. Get some new stuff out. Uh, so thing, wait, 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 wait. Uh, uh, so reborn, right? Uh, they they said there's another one. Uh, they said you're next, bro. Who was that? Oh, oh yeah, I'm so unprepared. Uh, says P.S. Marco, you're next, bro. Is that the guy you forgot, Marco? Yeah, Marco. Yeah, see, yeah. there you go. I didn't forget. I. I have it right here on my phone. <laughs> He's got one on the way, I guess, Marco. I don't know. We'll okay. have to we'll have to find out. But right. uh, they're going to be a re reborn. <laughs> get get a new band out oh, of this. Oh, you're feeling good today. All right, the third th third and final thing we learned uh, that I would fanboy out for Hootie. Oh yeah, Darius you would. Rucker. Oh yes, <laughs> I would love to see. You know what? I'm going to try to make that happen. Okay. I know a few people that know a few people that know a few people. <laughs> that know a few people? Yeah, my, my brother my brother's cousin's sister's uncle's third wife oh. twice removed knows Hootie's hairdresser. Yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's gotta be a short visit every week as he isn't he <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> because he's bald. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is a great radio. Oh, okay. Oh, and, if you saw it, we should have zoomed this one, man. This should have been up on the on the YouTube. Uh, All right. Hootie's bald. That's what we learned this week. All right. Recommendation of the week, Dave? You got a um, recommendation? Hey, Saving Jackie. Uh, new CD release party. I keep pushing it because it's so darn good. What's the uh, project called? It's Critical. It's Critical. And uh, they got the CD release party. Live stream an event at 3 p.m. Central Time. That would be 1 p.m. out here on the West Coast. And uh, 4 p.m. if you are in New York. And um, I don't know. Ollie, you're going to just have to check out what time that is in Finland. 
And then uh, my recommendation of the week is uh, yesterday's uh, show with uh, Steve Dice, June 22nd show. Um, he has uh, Dr. Ryan Cole. He's a Mayo decorated pathologist who's personally studied and treated over a hundred thousand COVID infections and vaccinations. He was on his podcast uh, yesterday. I'm sure so it's not as good as this podcast. That's true. Uh, Steve Dice, D E A C. Uh, check it out. The June 22nd podcast. It, you know, it will answer some questions that you have about COVID, uh, about the vaccinations. If you're kind of wondering out there. Is it right for me? What about this list? This guy's smart. He gives out his uh, website. I'm sure he asked for help. Yes, he does. Uh, it's a group of them uh, that study this, and he talks about that. So uh, check that out. That's my recommendation of the week. I got and another so, recommendation. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, can we get Steve Dice on this podcast? I will try. Yeah. What, what's it hurt? That's true. All they can say is no. All he can say is no. You know, someone who said yes to us, uh, we're going to get him on next couple weeks. Who? Uh, True Lyric. <gasps> Can't wait for True I love True Lyric. Yeah, he and, uh, did our first interview and when we didn't really know what we are doing, like we act like we know what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, he was a true sport, and uh, he said he would love to come back. So, And then he, then he hit send, <laughs> and he turned to his friend and went, I don't know who those guys are. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Um, he's a very nice person, very nice man. Uh, I'm glad to call him a brother from Northern California. Um, I love True Lyric. I love the new album. The new album's so good. Oh, yes. It's so good. And uh, what's that? Uh, the emo song. Black people love emo, too. Black people love emo, too. Yep. What's your other recommendation of the week? Oh, uh, hey, the struts are coming. Okay. I know you're a big Struts fan. I'm a big yeah. Struts fan. Yeah, I'm not a big Ace of Spades fan. So. No, no. We're not going to go to Ace of Spades here in Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, because that is a terrible, horrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible, as Charles, Charles Barkley would say. Uh, terrible, horrible venue. Yeah. Uh, management. But they're touring now, and so go oh, see the Struts. Yeah. It's a fun It's a fun You have a show. way of cutting me off when I'm about to go in a different direction. Go ahead. Uh, well, I was going to say, the, the Ace of Spades is a terrible, terrible venue uh, due to management. Uh, since Live Nation took over uh, doing the shows there, uh, it's all gone downhill. And uh, Shane said, you know, the Struts are playing at the Fillmore in San Francisco. And I went... Yes, the Fillmore. That's where I want to see the Struts. So maybe we can uh, roll on down to San Francisco and see the Struts. Should be a good show. I don't want to spend any time in San Francisco. I, I just want to drive in, park, run into the <laughs> Fillmore, see the show, and run to my car and drive home. <laughs> That's all I want to do. All you want to do. That's all I want to do. The Fillmore is, is really a great venue. I got to see the Go-Go's there a few years back and the history that is in that place is amazing uh the bands that have played there uh going back to the 60s and 70s and uh, it's just i'm kind of i kind of feel at home in the fillmore i love that place all right you're looking at your watch so that means it's time for me to wrap it up stop talking dave that's all you should have said you are correct, sir. <laughs> well, we got some other things to do for the show, too. Oh, so. oh, oh. Another recommendation. Go ahead. Rock Salt Live. 
Rock Salt Live. Rock Salt Live tonight at, uh, I'm going to say, roughly 4 p.m. Western time. <laughs> Pacific time. Thank you. Western time. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. 4 p.m. Western time uh, on 895studioB.com. That's where you can check that out, 895studioB.com. Our friends Stu and TK have welcomed us into the studio. We are going to do a couple of hours of uh, Rock Salt Live, give or take, and then uh, we're going to do their show, which is going to feature 77s and all artist exit. So Saturday, June 26th, 4 p.m. If you got nothing else to do. <laughs> well, even if you have something to do, That's just right. you can stream it in the background and listen to us. That's true. I promise I'll be a little more coherent and together. And uh, until you're, the next time you hear this. You're actually leading the show now. How do you yeah, like that? I, I, it's pretty good. Yeah? You going to yeah, take I, over, get and go solo, man? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm uh, sure glad I do this with you. I might go solo. Oh, you might go solo. <laughs> <laughs> you like Justin Timberlake? Me? Is that uh, it? Uh, just, Justin Timberlake? No, no. You, you know, know what? I just, uh, you know, I might Eddie Van Halen you though. Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, you know, replace you. I see. <laughs> Two or three times. <laughs> Two or three times. I see. Well, you are correct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Nobody's listened to this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they turned it off a long time ago, man. <laughs> no. So if you're still listening. You want to record it to again? the Rock Salt Newscast <laughs> experience? No. No, I don't. Because it will probably just be worse. So if you're listening, still listening, happy trails. Happy trails.